liftoff and the clock has started. Welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 187, recording on April 19th, 2022. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we're going to be discussing a totally tubular collector's box, uh, more bug snacks on the horizon, and the gift that just keeps on giving. No, it's not Activision. It's Cyberpunk. Uh, to do this and much more, I have with me, as always, Justin, down with the sickness, Carter. Oh, wow. It's your boy. Uh, yeah, I was like, Megan's been sick all this week, and I thought I, I was so good. I had like, I got a little sick, like uh -huh. at the beginning of the week, and then completely fine. She's still sick though, and then all of a sudden this morning I wake up and it feels like I'm swallowing glass. Oh, God damn great. it! I was great. like, why? And of course we had like two cough drops left because she's been sick all week and stuff. And I was like, dude. So we had to go grocery shopping today anyway, so to pick up some more cough drops and stuff since uh. Is it is it is it the COVID? Did you, did you take your tests? I haven't yet. Mm -hmm. um, we do have we have those at home tests though. Yeah. So, I'm saying coughing, sore throats. I'm just saying. You might, I want to check that one. I'll have to. I'll have to take the test. Yeah. <laughs> and how how was your uh, Easter? Oh, it was fantastic. Um. It was long. So my daughter's birthday was on Thursday and then Easter was Sunday and her birthday party was Saturday. It was a lot. It was a lot. It had a lot of days there in a row. Um, and then, uh, I mean, my mother-in-law always hosts uh, like Easter and whatnot. And it was very nice. Dinner was very nice. We were just there a long time. <laughs> like it was a long, it was a long weekend, Justin. Uh, but, but, but the bunny arrived. The bunny was here at my house. Uh, kids were very, very excited, very festive. There were carrot chips nod and left on the other <laughs> table. So it was good times. It was good times. Dude, that's awesome. And good Lord, these kids got candy. I have so much freaking candy sitting in my house right now. It is it is disgusting like the amount. <laughs> and then like, like... And, and then like every relative that showed up was like, "Oh, sweet, here's more candy." And I'm like, "No, no stop giving these children like thirty dollars worth of candy each. Like, stop." You like go to make coffee this morning, open the cabinet, and just pours Cadbury eggs out. Oh, it, it might as well have, yeah. Like the the, the Reese's Pieces eggs. I've got Snickers eggs over here. I've got uh, Starburst uh, jelly beans, but the big ones, the jumbo jelly beans. Yes, I have them, but they're like double sized. I have not beans. seen those. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's it's a veritable smorgasbord of <laughs> of candy over here. All right, all time candies go. What you got? Top five, like ever? Yeah, not just Easter, but like you've got you've Whoa. got. You've got the whole candy empire sitting in front of you. What do you grab first? So my number one go-to is Airheads. Airheads? Wow. I love it. It's just the consistency. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I've had, like, they kind of tried to come out with kind of almost like a jelly bean kind of like version of it and stuff, but it's never the same as just the actual strip because it has that where it's kind of like gum, but uh -huh. it has that like nice smooth kind of texture and stuff. You can just kind of wad gotcha. it around in your mouth. Any Good any, mouth per feel. any particular flavor? I always love the uh, my favorite flavor. Well, I like the mystery, especially when it's like a. Uh, I don't know, like a good kind of like a cherry ish, like mm -hmm. you know, it's like super fruity, like cherry and watermelon are my two. And then you didn't can't they, go wrong with the white either. White didn't cool. they have like a. A strawberry lemonade at one time or something that was like a special flavor so I, I remember some like sweet and sour combo mix that was really good yeah they those. usually have like a couple different ones i think that they cycle through but okay after airheads 
after Airheads, I'd probably have to say Warheads. Like, like I I'm like seeing the theme. Yeah, it's like I, that's pretty much like I like Wonka style. Like, like Skittles, Starburst. I do, I do like Gobstoppers. I like Gobstoppers a lot. Yeah, um, like ner- like I don't usually eat nerds, but I like nerds rope. Like we'll usually yeah, like, dude. Are nerds the rope. nerd are the nerd clusters? Have you yeah. seen those? Yeah, I have yeah, had the clusters dude. before. Too. Like, those yeah. are nice to just pick up and eat. Because yeah, normal mm. nerds is like such a bitch to eat and stuff. So that's why I like the rope and where because it's easier to just get like a good amount of them in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so not a chocolate guy then. I like I really like dark chocolate, uh-huh. but I don't eat a lot of it like sometimes i'll crave chocolate i'm like oh dude like i could really go for some chocolate right now but for the most part yeah i'm just not like a big chocolate kind of person so i'll do i'll do i'll i'll i'll, I'll fuck with some uh some reese's like peanut butter cups mm-hmm. I, I like that yeah. combo a lot um so for easter heads up by the way if you want to find some cheap candy right now on the clearance aisle look for the reese's uh peanut butter christmas or christmas easter bunny like it's it's like a big bunny it's like six inches tall or whatever Mm -hmm. but it's it's solid chocolate with like a peanut butter filling in it and it's killer (laughs) it's so good and my kids got uh two of those as part of this candy onslaught avalanche that happened on sunday and uh, they both have disappeared because they got so much that they're never gonna miss them and I, of everything they got, I'm like, yeah, I'll take those. Don't, don't worry. You can come it's right like, over oh, here. 1130 and the kitchen light flips on. And you're oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do we got here tonight? So let's hack off some ears. Let's do this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like a I like a Cadbury cream egg. I like those. Those are pretty good. Yeah. Um, um, Easter wise. Well, I guess it exists around mm. outside of easter too but usually pick them up around Easter. it's like six lits they're, they're, they're little they're like little malt chocolate like almost kind of like they have like a candy whoppers? shell or... yeah kind of like whoppers but they're very okay. small and they come in packs of six okay but they're like really good like the crunch is like just right and it's mm. not crunchy in the middle it's actually like kind of softer but like okay. the taste of like the malt chocolate, like it's really malty, like it's really smooth. I like it. Um, so the the goat one for me, like if I'm reaching for one thing, uh, it's usually gummy lifesavers. There's something about gummy lifesavers. I just of all the gummies, they're my favorite. Like, have you tried gummy Skittles? I recently found out gummy Skittles existed and tried them. Pretty damn good. Not as good as gummy lifesavers, but pretty damn good. Yeah, Megan's number one candy is a peach rings. Oh, the peach rings? Yeah. 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 Was that Trolley makes those? Yeah. Yeah. See, my my kid, uh, my daughter likes all the sour stuff. Mm-hmm. So she likes Sour Patch Kids and like the Trolley Sour Worms and all those. Yeah. Like, that's, she's all yeah. about that life. Yeah, but. I go for those too. I've been eating uh, from the past couple nights and stuff I've had from uh, – our Halloween bucket, the little trolley, like sour jelly beans and mm, stuff or mm. whatever, and the, the candy. So I've been digging those out in the lemon heads and stuff and eating those. Well, day. see, what's funny is I won't even give you crap for still having Halloween candy because, uh, dog, we still have Easter candy from last year. Yeah. Like in, in the jar. <laughs> so it is. It's just stupid around it. Parts. So um, as you can tell, one Shannon Moore is not with us this week. Uh, rip, <laughs> yeah, rip. Um, it's been uh, it, the last week. Uh, just from what has been happening with me and Shannon and Justin, getting getting together to record has been a challenge this last couple of days. So, me and Justin were uh, finally found some time where, where at least two out of the three of us can sit together and get something down. Uh, for everyone so uh, thanks for hanging in there with us but uh yeah we will uh we will rejoin with mr moore next week um and uh oh by the way i saw shannon and zay uh they came to my house for my daughter's birthday on saturday and uh i survived zay after uh after my bachelor party shenanigans that i talked about (laughs) on the show so (laughs) 
So apparently, apparently I'm still in the clear on that one. I don't know if I'm being a part of uh, Shannon's wedding party anymore, but, uh, but I, at least I left unscathed from, from meeting Zay. So, I mean, really that's all you can ask for at this point. Right. Right. I'm like, I'll, I'll just take no black eyes. You know, that'll be all right. No, no one wants that. Um, and uh, it's funny. We were talking some Elden ring with a buddy of mine. I was at my house and he, uh, it was like, my friend was like, was like, yeah, like dark souls three is probably the, or no bloodborne was the one I put the most time in. And then like dark souls three, I just totally bounced off of. And uh Sekiro, like I played two hours of and was like, nah, nah, I can't do this. Like I'm done, you know? And, and so it's like Elden ring comes out and I'm like, eh, not feeling it. And Shannon was the one that was just like, no, I'm, I'm just like you. I suck at all those games, but like I keep playing Elden ring. It's amazing. I can just keep going with it. And so it was really funny to kind of hear those takes out in the wild, you know? And uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. Cause like, it is true. Like I do keep chipping away at Elden ring, even though like, yeah, my skill set is not good, but I keep getting a little better and a little better. And I just keep, I'm still rolling around the first area mainly you know <laughs> uh, to be clear it's because i haven't figured out how to defog other areas yet so mm. by the way how do you defog other areas uh so for your map there's if you look at the actual map and yeah. kind of zoom around there's like a little it almost looks like a little shrine thing you'll kind of see it on the map and at each of those shrines is that piece of map for that area oh okay so you can find it like that way and stuff and yeah really early on that is exactly what i did as soon as i got the horse dude i just started booking it seeing like how far i could go into like all of these areas and like the scary swamp areas i was like you know where shit could like one hit me and stuff i'm Mm -hmm. like we're just running through here we're gonna hit that shrine and then we're gonna bounce (laughs) back like we're not sticking around i just want to unlock the area so i can come back later quicker that's a, that's that's a good call. I should do that because uh, yeah, I got to the area where it was all uh, like huge old ruins, and there's a beach way beneath you, and all that stuff, and and like I got up on a hill that where it like takes you to another dimension, and all of a sudden mm, I'm fighting okay. some dude that's super fast, and I'm like trying to cast spells and getting killed horribly. Yeah, but, there's those like scattered around especially in like Limegrave and stuff, there's those uh, mm-hmm. little teleporter ones that you can go to. It's like a basically instant boss fight that you could go mm-hmm. to like anytime. And uh, is that just like you get a weapon from and stuff? Or? Uh, Yeah. Usually you get something from them and it's usually like a weapon or um, I think maybe even like one or two of them give you like a, like, like a familiar or something like that, that you can summon. Okay. That's um, cool. But yeah, no, that's a, uh, I want to say, yeah, one of them is where, for in terms of great swords or whatever, you get the it's like the bloodhound fang Ooh. or whatever you get it from one of those fights. Yeah, there was one where I, like, the first time I fought this thing, I got like probably three quarters of its health down, and then was like, oh, okay, I can beat this guy. I'm gonna go back. I never got that close again in like the next <laughs> five tries. I was just like. Crap. All right. Never mind. So I just got on my horse and went somewhere else. But yeah. Dude, the only good the only good thing with those battles is when you die there, your your runes pop up on top. Like you Yeah, don't yeah, you don't have to in. go back in. Yeah. Yeah. So Which is really nice when you're unlocking them early on because you're so you're kinda of like testing the waters and you're that way you're not really punished for exploring it. Like, yeah. oh man, I have to teleport back in there, grab my souls real quick, and like pray that I don't die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't see a way to teleport out. Like, I'm assuming the only way you get out is by killing the thing. So yeah. So yeah, that's that was a nice uh, that was a nice way to to handle that. Um, should we talk a little news? Yeah, th- I think that I think this week there's been little news. Yeah, there's been little news, but like, but, okay, we were we we came across something though that is relevant to uh, to our interests, and in, because we are a fan of Mike Miller, and Mike Miller is a fan of uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and so 
Uh, Justin, have you seen the Kawabunga collection at $150? I mean, I looked it up, and I think, honestly, I think it's a pretty sick collector's it, edition. It kind of is. I mean, I'm not a big TMNT fan, but it's kind of rad, right? Like, but it's just, like, in terms of what you get, like, I think back to, like, you know, back in the, not so much anymore, but, like, back in the day when they actually did, like, a lot of collector's editions and stuff mm-hmm. that had like big stuff in it. Like, you know, I got the Bioshock infinite one and, you know, Matt got the dead space Two one that had like the big yeah. thing in it and stuff when you used to get stuff like that. And then now anymore, when they do like collectors, box, like whatever, usually it has like a bunch of stuff that you don't like really want, or it's like, Oh cool. That's, I guess that's a thing, but there's like some actual like cool looking stuff in here. You got like a little pop stand thing and like actual kind of comic book looking stuff it's actually useful stuff yeah so we can walk through it real quick you get a uh a 16 by 24 poster that's actually a cloth poster um a like five inch acrylic diorama which is basically all the turtles jumping off a rooftop um you get five enamel pins you get 12 trading cards a uh five and a half inch by eight inch 180 page art book with one chapter dedicated to each of the 13 games in the compilation. And uh, I think that's it. It would have been a, it would have been cool if you would have gotten a soundtrack with that, but like then again, who the hell plays CDs anymore? Um, right. It would just be like a download code or something. Yeah, totally. But uh, yeah, I mean, pretty. And like the art quality and everything looks legit too. Yeah. It doesn't look like here's a bunch of happy meal toys. We scraped into a box, you know, um, but yeah, but still, if you're just doing the standard edition, that's 40 bucks. So all that stuff is 150 bucks. Not a bad deal. If you, especially if you're like a Miller esque, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's like on par with what kind of collector's boxes and stuff even were back in like 2010 and stuff or like the big ones with like stuff in it was usually like 140, 150. I don't think I realized that there were 13 games in the thing. Yeah, I didn't realize when you said that, that made the cover because um, on Destructoid for the article, mm. there's like the Switch cover and stuff, which has a lot of cool different art on it. And that makes complete sense then if it's like all of these games, and this is the yeah. art for the original games. Hey, do, did they ever say if the if it's going to have uh, like actual co-op not just couch co-op for the arcade games and stuff um i don't know because if it does we we got to get on some uh some of these turtle arcades because they're rad yeah i'd be down hell yeah at 40 bucks for all that like why wouldn't i you know yeah you're like that you're like that equates to like four bucks a turtle yeah exactly i mean come on (laughs) Um, uh, so I did pick up a uh, t- total non sequitur, but I, I came across a GameStop, uh, pricing error for the Wii sports, uh, or Nintendo sports, I should say switch sports, whatever they're calling. Oh it. yeah. Uh, yeah. F- uh, for the physical edition that comes with like stuff or the leg strap, I guess is what it comes with. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, uh, uh, yeah, they had a quick pricing error that put it at like $29. And it was one of those things that popped up on Twitter for like five seconds and went away. And I just happened to get it. And they haven't canceled my order. So I've got that coming. Hopefully. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool if you actually got that. Yeah. You Were you planning on picking that one up? Um, I was kind of like waiting to see like after it comes out kind of like hear the buzz about it i mean i've seen when they did the demo thing for it and stuff a lot of Mm -hmm. people who got access to that were posting stuff on twitter about it and some of the stuff looked pretty cool so i was like interested once like i guess it gets closer to release like seeing kind of some reviews on it and seeing if it's pretty cool i'm hoping i'm hoping the uh the online bowling stuff works because i i feel like we could start a uh that pixel life bowling league or something (laughs) i'd be down for that It'd be hella fun. Dude, I used to actually bowl like as a uh, kid in middle school. And yeah, stuff. me too. Like, me and, me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Me and my me and my mom would do summer leagues. Nice. 
I actually, it was one of those things where I, but this was pre-children, but post-marriage. So that like sweet window there of like two years where I was like, I need to find a bowling league I can join. You know, like I just had it in my head where I'm like, I totally want to bowl again. That was super fun. And then, you know, life happened and it never happened, but I, I had it. I, I like bowling. Bowling's fun. Yeah. Dude, bowling was a lot of fun. I got, um, I got first play. I have like two first place trophy things at my parents or whatever. One was for like my junior league or whatever that I did. And then the other one was for the, um, team league I did with my mom. Sweet. So. Look at you flexing. I know. Flexing I was like, there. I was like, it's the, it's the closest thing to a sport that I ever you're like it's it's my it's your uh, Al Bundy moment, your moment of glory. Like, exactly, yeah. it's like sitting there next to all the field day I participated ribbons and stuff at my parents. I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, next to the trophy I got for reading a hundred books over the summer. It's like, ah, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Like polish that bad boy off every time I go over there. I'm like, yeah, I earned that. This this is when I got my fifth Pizza Hut mini pizza for reading books. Yeah. <laughs> So good. Um, speaking of eating things, uh, Justin, can we talk about bug snacks? Do I would love to talk about bug snacks because we have a date, sir, and that is next week. It is, or uh, yeah, next week, April twenty eighth. I'm like, wait, what's today? What, who, who are you people? Um, April twenty eighth, uh, bug snacks is coming uh, with its big snacks update. But that's not all. It's also coming to the Switch and Xbox and PC. Well, it was already on PC. But uh, Switch and Xbox as well as everything else. Um, and also to Game Pass. I know, that's crazy. So it's like, if you haven't got to play Bug Snacks yet, definitely give it a download. Hell yeah. And I'm... A- I was, gonna say, I was just going to say it was very high up, I think, on pretty much all of our game of the year list the year mm-hmm. that it came out. So, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see this update, though, that they're rolling out, especially for free, because it's like you got the big snacks, which are like dinosaur sized snacks, but they're all on a new island and you've got new voice acting and like stuff like uh, you can decorate huts and yeah, stuff and hat decorator. And- yeah, and like there's there's new hats and, and outfits for your for your snacks that uh, you store in the village and all that. It seems like they're doing a lot, which is kind of crazy when you consider it's free. It's a free update. Um, I'm also kind of curious. Just uh, I won't spoil that story, but this has to take place before the end of that story, right? Like. Like, that's what I'm assuming, but I don't know. Like, because the the trailer doesn't really tell you, doesn't really give that away. I'm I'm really curious about it, because if you haven't played Bugsnacks, dog, that story ends in some of the most insane shit. Like I've ever seen him. (laughs) It would be pretty funny if it's like at the beginning of the game, you know, it's just you start at the campfire and yeah. it's like you know, right before the hey, once you go past this point, know that there's no going back after this. I mean, they might do that. I could totally see that if it rolled back your save to like that moment or something. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, and here then, you go. They're like, you want to go down this scary path? Or what the fuck is that out in the distance? Is that the Isle of Big Snacks? Yeah. Let's go check that out. It's like, yeah, you could go really looking for this explorer one more time. Uh, or hey, then we got a boat, a boat to an island. Want to go check? Want to go see the island? It's, it's a fun island. And you got the boom um, box and stuff like bugs, yeah. snacks, and just <laughs> on the island. Oh, oh, dude, I'm ready for that theme song again. That theme song is such a banger. I know. I'm just ready. I, like I'm excited to go back into that world again. Like yeah. I'm just excited to have an excuse to boot up bug snacks again. I loved it so much. Right. Right. That was honestly, for me, that was one of the bummers for how that game ended was I knew we probably would never get another one. Like, just because it ends so definitively. And it's like, ah, really? Like, oh, okay. But uh, I'm with you. I had a a lot of fun with Bugsnacks. Um, A game we did not have a lot of fun with, Justin. (laughs) 
Cyberpunk 2077. And uh, maybe maybe that'll change. I, you know, I keep looking. I keep looking at it now that it's it's dirt cheap and they've got the next gen patch up and it apparently fixes everything with the game. Like apparently the game is good now. I don't know, but uh, they're rolling out an expansion next year, 2023 for the next big content job. Um, your thoughts on this? Is it time for more cyberpunk? I mean, they like have been working on it and we're getting like, just like officially, like did the big like okay this is what the game was supposed to have been like from the beginning update and stuff to it and i'm like now you're gonna introduce dlc into it and potentially like break more stuff again but at the same time i i you know they have all these assets built they gotta try and i you they had to have lost money on how well yeah like because you feel like i feel like this dlc should have been coming out initially like you know like this year Oh, for sure. It's, if uh, not, if not last year, like yeah, Cyberpunk came earlier. out two years ago. Exactly. Yeah. So I think they've been holding on to it, and just kind of like, well, we need to just, I guess, get this out while Cyberpunk is somewhat relevant. I guess or we lose what fan base we have. Yeah, totally. And I mean, do you have thoughts? Like, do you have thoughts about playing it? I was like, I bought it, and I played some of it, like when it launched. Yeah, and, stuff. and it's funny after they did the last big update, I actually did reinstall it. Oh, you did? Okay, I reinstalled it, but I haven't played it again since I don't remember what came out. I think it was oh, it was Elden Ring. That yeah, I was out. gonna say oh, your game of the year came out, and yeah, you exactly. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what was that? I can't remember that little number that came out on PS5. <laughs> what was that, one? that little number, like the one that I constantly think about day and night, even when I'm not playing it. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm really curious. I'm at the point now where I'm super curious if anything's going to knock it off the table because also I'm, I'm willing, I'm willing to put it near, near my top of the list too, because I'm still playing it and, and Shannon is still playing it. And it's like a game. Both of us normally would have quit last month easily. Yeah. yeah, when you said Shannon was still playing it, I was actually really happy for him because I know like the Souls games aren't his cup of tea at all. So the fact that he's right? actively wanting to play this game is such a shock to me. And and I think it's like, and I've talked about this before, but I think it's just the amount of stuff in the world that I keep coming across that keeps pulling me. Like that, for me, that is the the carrot on the stick. It's like, oh, what's over this hill? That's going to be fucking crazy. And I can't wait to see it. You know? No, dude, um, it's it's insane. I still haven't even unlocked the entire map. Like, at yeah. all. I'm just like you. I'm just running around. Like, I've only gotten a couple great rooms just fighting random bosses and stuff along the way. Like, I'm not actively doing anything. I'm just kind of loitering around the entire world. Yeah, and like, how many hours are you in now? Uh, like, probably like 70 something which is crazy to me that like yeah. you could just like i that, level that like, you could I'm, have because right, i also know the way you play you're not just sitting there like rune farming you're yeah. like going around and checking things out and exploring and doing all that stuff and it's like the fact that you could just do that for that long and still be finding new stuff and still be enjoying it and still like getting surprised is stunning yeah like no it's crazy like yeah i haven't farmed for runes or anything like once i've just naturally just gone around and just fought so i mean you know just dying over and over again to fighting the same stuff isn't really farming it's just me trying to play the game and get through this hard area but but no it's been it's been a lot of fun and you know it's i feel bad too because there's awesome games like you know tunic and even Patrick's Parabox and stuff that I've been playing. Like, mm-hmm. I know those are going to end up on my game of the year list too, but I'm like, dude, I feel bad because in a different year, in a different timetable where Elden Ring isn't on the board, like e- any of those could have been game of the year, but I'm like, it's just not happening. I don't see anything beating it. Oh yeah. I mean, I probably got four or five hours into Tunic and, and was loving it, but I'm still at the point where I'm like, if I have time and the kids aren't up, I'm not playing tunic. I'm playing Elden ring. Yeah. You know, 
I mean, the only uh, the only good thing with Tunic is I can play it in front of the kids. Yeah. And they're like, you know, there's nothing scary happening. <laughs> I think the goats alone would have uh, the kids being like, what the hell is this? You know, yeah. um, they're going to see the birds with knives for feet and have nightmares. <laughs> right. Totally. Or just like the random uh, trolls speared through the chest, pulling like a black sarcophagus around the the land and it's like okay yeah we can maybe not do that no elden um, horrors for the children to know yeah, right uh oh you know what we forgot to include on this that we should totally talk about even though uh one shannon moore is not here uh shannon's game of the year the xenoblade yeah, chronicles i was gonna I, I was thinking about that earlier that i was sad that shannon wasn't here to talk about what is probably going to be his game of the year this year right? And I saw he posted on the Discord and was like, man, this is so good that this is coming out earlier now. And I'm like, is it though? Yeah. Is, is it is good? It? I mean, it might give him a chance to have it beat by by uh, January 1st. Because the, the date they gave for it is July 29th. And uh, for those of you that aren't familiar, Shannon put, uh, I believe, self-confessed 280 plus hours into Xenoblade Chronicles 2, right? It was something like that. Something bananas. It was over 200 hours. I know that. And it, I remember just being floored by that. Uh, but yeah, so uh, that has a date now and got a special edition l- announced that also has a book and all that stuff. Um, and uh, July 29th is the launch date for that one, which uh, I actually surprised me a little. I thought that game might have been a COVID uh, casualty also. So good to see some stuff still coming out you know yeah no i'm just like that's insane i just couldn't believe that they were pushing it up early like to me that raises like red flags as to like what is it trying to outrace something to market like or because normally you know stuff gets delayed all the time but rarely ever does anything get moved up and it's like i don't know what the reasoning behind pushing it up would be well they're making room for the uh they're making room for the the wind waker remake or well i was gonna say like that or or with the rescheduling of advance wars one and two maybe they're like well now we're advanced wars into its release slot instead so we can bump xenoblade up if it's ready That's that's a really good one i forgot about that um but also, uh, yeah, it makes me think they've got something lined up for holiday. You know? Yeah. They've, they've got an idea that something's coming out holiday. So I'm uh, we're, we're getting closer to to traditional summer reveal time. So hopefully, hopefully the uh, the secrets will be revealed soon. Yeah, they'll pop up another treehouse little event. I'm ready. I'm ready for the treehouse. Give me some treehouse goodness. Um, yeah, man, I don't, it, you know, it's, it's something I wanted to, I was hoping to talk with both of you about, but, uh, since, since you're here and stuck with me on this podcast, (laughs) um, is the back half of the year looking kind of scary for you just as releases in general go? Cause like, what the hell does anyone even have? I mean, last year, Microsoft was rolling out Forza and Halo. Sony kind of didn't have a big holiday release. And Nintendo really didn't have a... I mean, they had Pokemon. Pokemon remakes were their big holiday release. Well, yeah, I was like, Pokemon's going to be their big release again this year, too, with the new one. And you got to think that's probably true, right? Like, unless, unless it's whatever... We think now they're moving this to to get it coming, get something coming into that slot. But I mean, does PlayStation have anything? Does Microsoft have anything? Like, not that I know of. I mean, God of War definitely isn't coming out. Yeah, we year. don't. We you don't think that's this year, right? Yeah, no. I we haven't heard anything. Like they would. I feel like they would be showing it off right now if they could. That like, hey guys, we're getting there like anything besides just like whatever trailer they've shown before. Yeah. And it's just, you know, I mean, Nintendo's already said Zelda two isn't coming. 
Yeah, that already got to. Yeah, that got yeah. pushed. Paper Mario Origami King 2. Let's do it. Dude, Let's do it. Dude, sign me up. Right? But I mean, it's kind of crazy that this year you've got Elden Ring and Arceus and Tunic. Like, all kind of like right at the beginning of the year. And then, I don't know. Like, not, nothing? Like, it's been... these this. It's like we were flooded for two months of just like banger release after banger release and then just... The streets went dry real fast. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, like, just dump it all off at the dock and then drive yeah. off. It's like, hey, any more ships coming in? Nah, that was it. That's all we got. It's like, oh, okay, I guess. They're like, well, what about the game? It's like, oh, we'll let the indies handle it. Right. I mean, yeah, but maybe, hopefully we get some good indie releases. Yeah, well, it's so. like, I know Devolver has like a bunch of stuff that's supposed to be coming out here in the next couple months. Cult of, of the Lamb. Dude, Cult of the Lamb is high up on my list, and so is uh, Card Shark. Oh, yeah, Card Shark. Game, that one looks like one yeah. you're like, cheating and stuff. Yeah. That has a really awesome art style. Like, I really want to play that. But, you know, last year we had some indies come literally out of nowhere with, uh, was it, Loop Hero and uh, Inscription. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I, I, I bet you there'll be some more bangers in there. Oh yeah, even for indies already, you know, Tunic's indie. (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, I forget that because it like came out on Game Pass. So, well, yeah, and Xbox has been like promoting it for literally like ten years at this point. (laughs) I think that's just because they have nothing else, you know. (laughs) Like, all right, guys, it's still a game that could possibly come out on our console, right? I mean, they're rolling out the the Halo Two or the Halo update, Season Two update which I'm hoping is cool, but they got to, man, they got to do something to inject some life into Halo because that, that game just seems dead now. Yeah, I don't but, hear anyone talking about that anymore. Which is wild because when it dropped, like everyone was yeah. playing it. Like everyone's everyone. Nos- everyone's nostalgia has dried up at this point and they're like, right. Ugh. Yeah. We've, offici- <laughs> we've officially hit the like, ah, fuck this map again. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We've we've officially hit that stage. Um, well, should we talk about since we were talking games? Should we talk about what we've been playing a little bit? I'm down uh, to talk about it because I I'll be honest, man. Uh, outside of getting Kirby beat, uh, not much, not much has been played. This last week was hellacious for me. So, uh, but saw rolled credits on Kirby. It was good. I like the last boss. Kind of looked like a. My, my kid said the last boss looked like a Pokemon, which I thought was hilarious. But So I was like, I'll chime in too, since I also beat Kirby. Oh, and right. Let me tell you, dude, that last boss fight was insane. Dude, that was some anime, like, level-ass, like, boss fight at the end that you had to do with the multiple stages and the thing that just keeps, like, evolving and it just keeps getting, like, more and more epic and stuff as mm-hmm. it ended there. So good. Ooh. And I, I did like at the end where it was just like, pick your poison of like, and it's like every power up in the yeah, game. Yeah, was like the stairway up and stuff. It's like, yeah. all right, you're like, choose one wisely, soldier. And at first I was just like, oh, I got to pick one of these like six. Okay. And then I went up the stairs. I'm like, oh, and here's the rest. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I did like the upgrade to uh, the car mouthful mode you get at the end. I won't spoil it, but you get a nice upgrade to the car mouthful mode uh at the very end which was rad um my kids have started calling that carby mode yeah um, carby carby uh and yeah i you know kirby was charming as hell that was just a really fun game like front to back i, I really liked it uh i don't know if it makes a game of the year list i mean it might if nothing else comes out <laughs> but uh but uh right now it's it's rock solid and i really enjoyed how much my kids could play it with like no help you know yeah no the game really surprised me and stuff in terms of like initially i was kind of like oh because the kirby games usually have like a lot of different power like at one point mm-hmm. in like kirby and the amazing mirror and stuff i think there's something like almost like 40 abilities in that game like it's insane even though you know most of them you know you use like the same three all the yeah, time yeah. but 
So I was like, oh, dude, with how like limited I thought the bill, I was like, oh, there's like 12 in here, but which is, was fine. Or, but I was just surprised at how little there was. And then the fact that you upgrade them and they get better, though, and can't do different yeah. things. I was like, oh, dude, that's really cool. And the fact that it upgrades twice even blew me away. I was like, Whoa, there's more. And then in the post game, you can increase the strength of it, get excess stars and stuff to give it plus one, plus two, plus three. Oh, that's cool. And it, yeah, it increases the power of it. So like my dragon fire one is plus one. And so is the, um, I think the ranger or something like that. I plus Yeah, the, the space ranger is rad. And you know yeah. what? It's a little touch, but I love how you keep the power up on during the cutscenes, yeah i think that's it does, awesome it keeps you kind of in it well just the yeah. navigating the world map in general feels so good like even like going back to like the waddle d town like start at the very beginning and just kind of zipping i didn't even realize if you hold down on the r button that you zoom faster through the overworld mm-hmm. i i always just zoomed normal speed the entire oh, time really? to go from all the way from waddle d to the one yeah and then i read the button oh, i was like man. what and I was like realized after I already like beat the game, I'm like you can zip around the world, man. <laughs> yeah, you were going at like base speed the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Oh man! Oh, but geez. I enjoyed every second of it. Like I was like, dude, this is so cool. Like there's no stuttering going between the different maps. It just kind of naturally transitions. I thought that was amazing. That's really funny. That is really funny. And then yeah, and then I realized that oh, Star Mode is like with the glitter everywhere. I was like, dude, I can get the Waddle Dees and like the final boss in like three seconds. It's like <laughs> that's great. I can't believe you were just like puttering around the map. That's so funny. Yeah. Did you guys get all the Waddle Dees? Uh, we did not. No, because uh, my my son was rolling solo on the fourth world. It was one of those I came back and he beat it, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then, yeah, when I look later, it's like, no, he got like half the wild piece out of the fourth world. He just beelines it for the exits. Yeah. You know? They're all hanging out there like, hey, Kirby. And he's like, yeah, I'll come back later, guys. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he never sees. He's like, okay, cool. Yeah, we'll catch you later. So I let I let him do the final battle, um, but I plan to go back and clean it up at, <laughs> at, a, later, at a later date. Go rescue them all. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. Kirby was a winner. I, I really enjoyed that one. It was rock solid. Um, what else have you been playing, Justin? So I, after playing the demo, and now mm-hmm. that I beat Kirby, I was like, all right, it's time to play some Patrick's Parabox. Oh, I want to hear about this. Yeah. So I picked it up, um, and it didn't save my progress from when I did the demo and stuff, which is fine. Because now it's like, once you know the puzzle, you know the puzzle. So mm-hmm. I was able to kind of zip back through the first, um, t- I think it was like two worlds or whatever, and got to the newer stuff. And boy, let me tell I think I'm on world, I want to say maybe like six or seven on it. I don't know yeah. how many worlds there are, but man, dude, let me tell you, it gets insane later. Just like the level of what's happening on the screen, I'm like trying to just in my head be like how is this one i don't even know how this is working and then some of the puzzles like you're the little box and there's two boxes that you're pushing around Mm -hmm. but they're the level like it's a level within the level but they're just an entire fully functioning level within that level okay and it's like you need to move them to certain spots and it's like you will go with a level within the level like inception and it's like you'll go in there and you'll do you'll move stuff in such a way that it's like you can push out a copy of like an existing level that you're already in like into the world so it's like you're copying the level into the level and then you're pushing that around and i'm just like dude what is going on right now like my brain's like i'm staring at it like trying to picture how it's even happening is it is it giving you a negative space ideas like i mean what's funny is because it kind of has like a colorized negative space look to it like it it does and it's funny because i mean going through and i think that's why some of like some puzzles it's like i just get like instantly yeah it's like yeah it's because i've designed stuff like so it's like my mind gets it because it's prepared to Mm. analyze stuff like that and then some of the like later ones and stuff it'll take me a minute looking at it and stuff and i'm like dude how is this like I see what they're trying to do. It's like, I'll kind of have it half figured out, but it's not quite there. And I'm like, there's like a trick to it. I'm on the right track, but I don't really, I need to figure out the sequence 
<laughs> in which I have to actually do it to make this work. You're like it looks like World Two Four, but it doesn't play like World Two Four. Yeah, and like the the over the like actual overworld system mm-hmm. and stuff going to the levels and stuff is very similar to how I have it, and it's, and like the naming of the worlds, each of the names is like one word and stuff, which is how okay. it is in negative space, but it's still a little different, but. Well, you know, Justin, there there is a, a big gap happening right now in releases. It would be a great time yeah. for Negative Space to, to make an appearance. I'm just saying. It's like, the it's the hero that Summer needs. I mean, early access? Can we do early access? Steam drop? What are we doing? Come on. I'm, but the, world, gotta... the world needs Negative Space. That's what I'm saying. More than ever. Yes. Not not the game we deserve, but the game we needed, you know? <laughs> but yeah, um, Patrick's Parabox, I definitely... I, I think it will probably be on my game of the year list. Like, I'm okay. probably going to beat it sometime this week, I imagine. But I'm getting to the point, too, where it's like I was getting all the levels in each one, like clearing them all, and then going to the next one. And then now it's getting to the point where it's like, uh, I'll come back to this one later. And then the next world, I'm like... I don't really know these two. So now I'm doing a thing where now I'm like, man, there's like three or four that I need to go back and beat, but it's just, it's getting progressively harder. So the likelihood of me just clearing them all the first time around, I'm like, uh, it's getting harder and harder to do that. <laughs> it's, it's uh it's the Elden Ring model. You can't run away yeah. anymore. Yeah. You just keep going. You're like, oh, I'll just check out the next set. I just run around, see what my sword hits, see how much damage it does, and if it does a decent amount, that's where I'm supposed to be. I love it. Uh, well, all right. Um, do we hear sirens? Are we, ta- are we doing sirens? Dude, I think I'm, I hear sirens. I'm looking out the window, and let me tell you what. There's some sirens outside. All right. <laughs> all right. Siren Head is making his way through the landscape. Um, yeah, let's talk a little Moon Knight, episode three, uh, the friendly type. And uh, what did you think? We're starting to, it's starting to round into shape. We're at the halfway point. Uh, we're in Egypt now. There's, uh, you know, Mark and Layla kind of get a little more information on their past relationship and what's going on uh, with Mark. Uh, we get a way clearer indication that there is a third personality. Yep. Now. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. What What are your thoughts? Yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought the, uh, I really, well, one, I really thought the council with the other gods mm-hmm. and stuff like that part was really cool. And then my other favorite part was when they were trying to find the location of the tomb and they're like, oh, we need the star map. And they like do yeah. some where the moving the stars and stuff back to the night it, it was of that night and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, woo, 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 and it's just zooming everywhere. And I picture like Dr. Strange is like looking out the window and he's like, God damn it. He's like fucked up the multiverse. I know. I know. It's like, stars uh... swirling everywhere. Can't have nothing. And it's like, you know, you're dealing with people that like, had half their population snapped away and then like a fucking celestial pops out of the <laughs> earth itself. And it's like, and then like a celestial shows up in London and like takes people and it's like, and now the sky's going backward. Like what the fuck, man? Like I'm just trying to eat some pot stickers. What are we doing? Like, yeah. God damn it. This dude's like working at home Depot. He's like, dude, I don't get paid enough for this shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, right? kicks, kicks over like a potted plant and leaves. He's just like, man, that's great. Um, but yeah, so the the third personality, though, because we've got uh, a fight breaks out or, or Mark is looking for information. Um, he's fighting a dude and like a teenager uh, that for whereabouts of Harrow uh, trying to beat it out of him wakes, you know, loses control, wakes up to bodies all around him. And he and he looks at the reflection. And he's like, Stephen, what did you do? like stunned that like meek little Steven would have just shanked a whole bunch of dudes uh, that he was not intending on killing. And uh, Steve was like, I didn't do that. What did you do? And he's like, I didn't do that. And so that was like the clearest <laughs> indication yet that we've got a third personality hinted at uh, by the, who asked out the person in the museum in episode one. Um, but yeah. So uh, 
now, now my question to you is when Steven blacked out in the village and popped back in and was surrounded by bodies, did we think that was Mark? Cause Mark didn't seem so down to like just Merc people. You know, yeah, when, I'm, when... I'm wondering if it's almost like going to end up the fact that it's like this person is actually like, it's like a split personality of a split personality. Yeah. Like that there's, it's like Mark, Steven isn't like Mark's split personality. It's like this dude is his like split personality and Steven just kind of exists like in between both of them and stuff is like a little side like side story character in his own life right and he's kind of set and i kind of wonder that like his like rumors are like he kind of like separated himself off of them and then now he's kind of like coming back in with them and it's like messing with them and losing stuff but he tried to like brick himself off from them well and because steven seems to be a fairly new persona is the guy that's murdering everyone, the one Mark said he thought he had it under control. Is that the personality he's talking about? Right. When they were having that conversation on the boat. Um, so I found out some things after the fact that made the last half of this episode kind of make more sense to me because like they get off the boat, right. To go visit the antiquities dealer who uh, is also like villainous or something. He's, he, he's a dude that like has private security and is training in spear fencing or something <laughs> like on horseback. Like it's like, he, this guy's a fucking bond villain, like straight yeah. up, you know, he's the 1%. <laughs> yeah. He's the one percenter. Um, that's his, that's his villain title. The one person. <laughs> um, but when they get off the boat, it's like they, there's a shot of Mark, like stowing stuff in the dock for like later use. Right. And then, uh, the fight they have when it's like, it all goes South and like Mark gets the suit and, uh, ends up taking this guy out. Like it, it ends really anticlimactically by like dude running by on horseback and just getting like a, a crescent thrown in his back. And it's like, well, that's over. Uh, and it seemed really super weird to me that it was like, that you had all this buildup and then there was just like no finish to it at all. It was like, okay, moving on to the next plot point. Um, I guess that actor died. That the, the actor that was playing the 1%, like uh-huh. he died like in like a skiing accident or something like that. So like, you know, RIP, sorry. But, um, uh, and apparently they had like reshoots planned for these scenes, but obviously that guy never made it to do the reshoots. So they had to kind of work with what they had for that. Uh-huh. So, so now I'm curious if that, like if that guy was supposed to actually have been a bigger character or something or like how it had it a bigger to... role. And it's just, they yeah. only filmed like B roll of shots and stuff. So like, all right, well we'll have to, the security guard just got like an extra three minutes of dialogue. Yeah. Well, and also, and now uh, instead of this big battle, you took a crescent to the back and fell facing away from the camera, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I was at least that made, that made that whole part make more sense to me. I'm like, Oh, they couldn't shoot more of that. Oh, okay. I got it. Okay, no problem. Um, but yeah, in, interesting midway point episode. I feel like we're, you know, you've got the god or the gods' avatars at least showing up. Conchu uh, is now in stone because of his little thing where he rolled the uh, the sky backwards. But they know where the uh, the tomb is, which I found really kind of anticlimactic because Harrow gets to the tomb and like two minutes into the into the episode it's like oh sweet we're here and it's like the rest of the episode is uh mark and layla trying to get there and it's like they're already there bro like what are you uh, okay good like, good job they've been there like even when he went to meet with them at the council it's like he has people at the site right now digging <laughs> like that's what he's doing so it's Do like you... go ahead no, I was just gonna say this was like by the time they get there, it's like they're just gonna need them to like well help them carry out the body, like at this point. Like, do we think Harrow's in cahoots with the gods? 
Like it kind of seemed like it. Cause there were like the, the trial was like, you know, I mean, sure. Mark seemed kind of unhinged, but they didn't even like consider why Harrow was bad at all. They were like, yeah, no, that's not happening. And it's like, cause anyone want to go look at what he's doing? <laughs> right? Like just show up yeah. at the desert site. Like, dude. Like, you, he's like, yeah, I just mosey around the desert sometimes. It's not a yeah. crime. Like what? Like, does anyone want to go like, just take a peek? Anyone? Yeah. That's just yeah, like, ancillary look like, what the hell? And Steven's like, bro, he's about to like let loose the Egyptian devil. And he's like, mental instability. Yeah, right. And also, he walks back into the the room in the Great Pyramid at the end of the episode, like talking with one of the gods and like proceeds to just try to talk a bunch of shit to the stone conchu. Um, and it makes me go like, how are you allowed back in there? Like, and unless you've got you're you're in good with the the other gods or something, so maybe maybe he's sweet talk them and because it's obvious all the other gods hate Conchu, so maybe he's got like one of those enemy of my enemies, my friend type thing. Yeah, he has the wool pulled over their eyes, and then they're mm-hmm. gonna be like, "Oh man, this guy was really bad all along." Yep. And then they meet Gore the God Butcher. Because, hey, Love and Thunder's teaser trailer dropped. Did you watch it? Did you see it? I did see it. I was. Yeah. I didn't see him in it, though. No, he's not in it. He's yeah, I was going to say, I was, you had me, like, panicking. I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> so I was like, that thing was only, like, 90 seconds long. And I was. I did not remember him being in that. I'm just saying, it's curious timing that we've got a pantheon of gods getting introduced around the same time as Love and Thunder teasers dropping. Just saying. Interesting. Yeah coincidence i think not Mm -hmm. but uh i thought the love and thunder trailer or teaser was was awesome i mean yeah no it looks really cool like it definitely has me interested i'm excited to actually see the official trailer and stuff yeah i'm because i'm assuming um because the guardians are in it and i'm assuming the Mm -hmm. beginning of the movie like the first 15 minutes is probably going to be thor with the guardians and like him uh, losing the weight and stuff and getting like back into shape and then they kind of drop them off and then it becomes like a Thor movie. Yeah. I liked him doing the Mr. Incredible workout, you know, with the big chains and all that yeah. stuff. It's yeah. like, yeah, okay. It's like uh, the, the uh, Odin Sun uh, CrossFit edition, you know? Um, uh, did you see how though the one, so there's the one shot in the tr- teaser where Thor and Korg are like looking out at this big felled mountainous beast, like in the ice or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a ripped directly from the comics. Like someone put a still of that and this and the panel from the comics side by side. And it's identical. Yeah. Like, I saw that picture. I thought that was super cool. And also, you know, if you read the comic, it's a big uh, tip off to the rip off that, uh, Gore the God Butcher is coming, even though we've all seen the casting that Christian uh, Bale is playing Gore. Uh, but the uh, because that is a god that Gore has killed in the comics. So I'm I'm excited to see that take on that character. Come on, give me Gore, give me the all black. Let's do this. I'm ready. I know. I'm just excited for more Marvel movie content. I mean, we got Doctor Strange coming up here beginning of May. Yeah. In like a couple weeks. And I'm pumped. I'm hyped. And then we got this one. And then, I don't know. Like, do you think they start folding in the shows more into this stuff? Like, it seems like they're so, so far have been very, keeping them very separate. I'm curious to see how much, like, you would have needed to see WandaVision for Doctor Strange to make sense. You know? Like, that's what I'm kind of interested to, like, because, I mean, he obviously in the trailer, like, mentions Westbrook or whatever, so he does make a slight reference to it, but, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm wondering if the motivation of her getting her kids back or something is brought into Doctor Strange, which would only make sense if you saw the show, or there could be a part in the movie where it does like, you know, where Wanda's confronting other Wanda and stuff. And maybe sure. it goes through like visions of like, where it like sees everything at all at once. Yeah. I'm, I'm, 
I'm just so fascinated with what, cause it seems, it seems like they've got a couple ways they're going right now. Right. There's like the cosmic Marvel stuff, which is Thor and potentially gore and all that stuff. Like, you know, there's all that cosmic Marvel shit, but then you have the multiverse Marvel stuff, which is the strange WandaVerse. And then there's still like the Avengers street level Hawkeye Falcon winter soldier. It's like, there's three different threads all like going at the same time. And they don't necessarily seem to be intersecting at all. So I'm kind of curious how, if they, if they are going to intersect, are they all just going to get their own deals? You know, like it, does this build back to a whole like in game like thing, or is it just going to splinter now? And these things will have their own things, you know? And you know, that is interesting. And it kind of almost makes me think that they're kind of just laying off of that for like the time being and just kind of trying to further build out the universe and stuff and get more characters into like the franchises and stuff like that. And that, you know, it took them how many years to like do the entire infinity saga and stuff and build it up to that. And I think the pressure of doing that again, just as good, if not better Mm. is a lot to ask. Yeah. So I think they're trying to, you know, after acquiring Fox and getting all these like other properties and stuff now, and then like being under contract with Sony and having access to like Spider-Man stuff. I think they're kind of trying to like merge mutants in still and trying to do all this stuff to the universe first before adding like another big bad for everyone to fight. But I almost think like, I don't know. I, as much as like when they acquired all the stuff and we're sitting there going like, yeah, I can't wait to see the X-Men in the MCU and, and all these characters and blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm almost coming around to the thought now of like, just make the X-Men their own universe in a way, you know, like just, just let them do their own thing. And like, it, it almost seems like Marvel's gotten like too complicated. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, but you know, they can't do that though, because they have to do Avengers versus X-Men at some point as a movie. Yeah, yeah. Like that is a mark. That is a summer fucking blockbuster. That's going to break box office records. Or you know what they need? They actually need to build up towards is Onslaught. Did you ever read the Onslaught saga? I don't think so. Uh, well, you should. I don't even want to ruin it for you. Like, <laughs> so a a basically a new huge bad bad guy called Onslaught shows up and just lays waste like Doomsday to the DC universe style um, before the death of Superman and the reveal of who Onslaught is. And what happened to make him is some of the best storytelling Marvel had, like in that in that late '90s, early 2000s run, you know. And it's it's awesome. I highly recommend you uh, you you read Onslaught because it's rad. Um, but yeah, like I I think there's a million ways they can go with it. It's just I'm I'm scared that that it's they're they're like there's just too much now. It's like, there's just, it's just, there's so much and there's so many directions and there's so many like plot lines, so many plates to keep spinning. It scares me. It scares me a little. I mean, it is, especially with, you know, that's one of the other problems you run into too, you know, is oversaturating the market. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. having your, you know, two to three Marvel movies a year, and stuff and then now with the tv show and the but it's like what yeah. happened to star wars like star wars was like oh dude people love star wars again let's just pump this shit out in the theaters mm-hmm. and it's just easy money all day until it wasn't easy money all day and then they're like well we're not doing this anymore yeah. <laughs> and like pull the rug back so i'm hoping that marvel's able to pace itself in a manner that's like healthy you know and doesn't like run itself into the ground trying to trying to do the uh ubisoft thing of like pumping out five assassin's creed games a year and then the one they start falling through the cracks well yeah that's actually a really good comparison the the ubisoft model but the um well because it's also like it'd be one thing if it was like we're we're ending it there but they've got this whole like 
horror avenue they were going down, like Werewolf by Nights, a thing that's coming, and then Blade exists now, and the Black Knight, and like all this stuff that like is going to be a full horror angle coming down that, and that's going to be. It seems like that's going to be its own thing. There, there's talk that they're going to start redoing or reintegrating the uh, the the Netflix stuff. Well, yeah, because they had Daredevil. Yeah, they had Daredevil and Spider Man, which I'm I'm excited. I mean, we got Daredevil and Spider Man, and then um, uh, in Hawkeye Mm -hmm. and stuff, we got Kingpin. So, well, and also, it no one has any idea what the hell is happening with the Sony stuff. Like, is this going to be MCU stuff? Is it just going to be Sony stuff? Because there's like Craven coming over there and. And all that, and it's like, I, ah, there's just so much. Well, at the end of Spider-Man, a little bit of Venom got left behind in yeah, the MCU. So exactly. they're like, all right, we get new Venom again. Which would be hilarious. It's like, yeah, okay, here's here's ultimate Venom. Um, <laughs> but yeah, <sighs> I guess we'll get all our answers at some point. But right now, I'm uh, cautiously optimistic, I will say cautiously optimistic well justin have we have we done have we done an episode i think it's been a good one <laughs> it's been one i don't know if it's <laughs> been a good one uh but uh i w- again want to thank everyone that's that's still hanging in there uh th- thanks for uh putting up with us with our little slight delays we are back to our regular schedule next week um and uh, Justin, why don't you come in there and uh, land this one? You know what, guys? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. I will say it was a good one because Zencaster didn't disconnect a single time. So you know that means it was a good one. And <laughs> speaking of good ones, <laughs> sorry, my dog's losing it like outside the room. Yeah, but bunnies, bunnies on one right now. I know that someone's on one right now. Um, but you know, head on over to the discord. Are you on one? You want to get on one, get on the discord. And, uh, Zach, if Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, Hey guys, go be great. (laughs) Shut up.